Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of My Weekly Epiphany, where we discuss and share the epiphanies that come from our personal journeys, as well as the epiphanies that are sparked by current events. We explore various topics from dating and pop culture to social justice issues and simply navigating our everyday lives and sharing what epiphanies arise from it. I'm the creator and host, Bethany Epiphany, and it is my pleasure to welcome you back. Welcome back, friends. So much can happen in a week, right? So the previous episode was recorded before Biden was the president-elect, and it's been a full week, maybe a little more, since he's been the declared winner. And we all know about Trump's shameless attempts to claim voter fraud, which there is none, and undermine the democratic process. You lost, boo. You lost, girl. Sit down. Thank you to POC for voting. Thank you to the black community for showing up and showing out like we always do and leading the way in this election. Thank you to Stacey Abrams and the many others who helped mobilize voters. Thank you to black women who in the words of Vice President-elect Kamala Harris are the backbone of our democracy. Black women, I love you. I just fucking love you. I love us. We rarely get the acknowledgement or the celebration we deserve, but What we continue to contribute to this country, especially during this election, is undeniable. Eva Longoria, sis. You know, I'm not even going to get into her comment because social media has already dragged her and she gave an apology. All I will say is give black women their things. That's all. Just give us our things. Acknowledging what someone or a group of people did doesn't take away from what you did. It's similar to the Black Lives Matter controversy. Um, Saying Black Lives Matter doesn't discount the lives of other people. So saying that Black women showed up and showed out and led this election amongst many other things isn't taking away from you or any other group. It's just telling the truth. Like, can we just celebrate what we did without folks getting in their feelings and trying to reduce the amazing things we do? Damn. What we really need to be talking about is how the majority of white women voted for Trump. Like, why aren't we having a conversation about that and exploring those waters and, you know, diving into that? That's what we need to do. Side note, the fact that other countries like Paris and London, even Israel, celebrated the win of Joe Biden. I mean, I'm talking about fireworks, bells ringing. I mean, this should speak to how awful Trump is. Like what country celebrates the president-elect of another country? It's very telling. Anyways... Um, in other news, wear your damn mask, people. Like, why can't we all just agree to wear the damn mask? Like, why can't we all agree to this simple step to battling the virus? I, I don't understand. I don't understand. And y'all are not social distancing, which I, again don't understand like I just because you're over the pandemic doesn't mean it's over you know what I'm saying do what you can do boo boo what I love to see is how Africa is doing during this pandemic like everyone predicted that Africa would be decimated by the virus but they have some of the lowest numbers And what I've heard or read is that it's because of the high percentage of young people in the country, um, the health of the people in regards to like their eating patterns, the fact that their leadership took swift action as opposed to America and having navigated through past viruses um, helped them to have the insight necessary 
to navigate through COVID. Shout out to Africa. The world predicted your demise and I'm so glad they were wrong. In other news, what's going on with me, you ask? Not much because <laughs> pandemic. Um, I've just been working a lot per usual. Working, praying, staying COVID free. Um, I need to be better at balancing everything. Like I think I've mentioned in a previous episode, like I'm going to need to take a break or something. I'm so looking forward to the holidays um, and just not working. (laughs) Even though I feel like I'll still be doing some type of work. Like um, in other news, it was my big brother's birthday recently. Happy birthday, Ephraim. You, sir, are like a fine wine. You only get better with time. Um, Happy birthday. Uh, My epiphany this week came as a result of thinking about my entrepreneur friends um, and my creative friends and thinking about the journey of an entrepreneur and a creative and how that specific journey requires taking a leap of faith as a lot of things do, if not most things. Um, But just thinking about what that leap of faith looks like for for creatives and entrepreneurs and what their specific process or journey has been. When I left my job three years ago and dabbled in the entrepreneur waters, it was tough. It was tough for a variety of reasons. And I began to question everything my purpose, my gifts and talents, everything. Um, They say trust the process. And I, for one, have had a difficult time doing that. (laughs) Another word that people say is surrender. My guest from the previous episode, Shakur, was talking about surrendering. And that word has frustrated me because I'm still figuring out what that means. It just feels like an ethereal, celestial concept that people just say um, that my practical mind is trying to figure out. I'm sure I'm overthinking it, but trying to understand what surrendering looks like for me. But my guest for this week is a great example of someone who has learned how to trust the process and, in his words, ride the waves of life. My guest is someone whose journey has not been easy and to just see where he is now is just really inspiring to me. I'm so glad to have him share with me, share with us. Um, Stay tuned. You'll be hearing from my special guest right after the break. Hello. Ah! What's up? <laughs> Yay! It, I don't know why I get so excited when someone like actually pops on. I don't know why, but it just <laughs> joy. Uh, okay, everyone. So we are back from the break, and it's time for me to introduce my special guest, Kent Yoshimura. Hello, hello. and um kent yoshimura is a multimedia creative filmmaker and entrepreneur based in los angeles throughout his professional career kent has directed content for global brands such as mcdonald's lego at&t benjamin moore ford and many others as an artist he illustrated master davy and the magic tea house which was released worldwide at all coffee bean and tea leaf locations. And his illustrations have traveled across children's museums throughout the United States. He has been featured on NBC for his large scale public art pieces, the New York Times for his mural work, and in Time Magazine, Huffington Post, Men's Health, Vice, and NPR for his YouTube videos. As a martial artist, Kent competed internationally, fighting alongside 
Muay Thai champions in Thailand and serving as a training partner in judo for Olympic medalists at the Kodokan and the Japanese Royal Guards within the Imperial Palace. In 2015, he co-founded Neuro, a functional confectionery brand revolutionizing the consumable supplement space. The product was successfully backed by over 500 people on Indiegogo in less than three days and has since been featured in publications such as Time Magazine, Dr. Oz, Forbes, Fox News, Food and Wine, The New Yorker, BuzzFeed, and Fast Company. It can now be found in over 5,000 retail locations nationwide. Alongside his ventures, Kent currently paints large-scale murals as both a freelance artist and a qualified muralist through the Department of Cultural Affairs, and most recently co-designed the immersive retail experience camp in New York, as well as the sixth collection for Jerry Lorenzo's streetwear brand, Fear of God. Welcome, Kent, who's pretty much a badass. Hello, Kent. <laughs> wow. That was a long description of me. I should probably <laughs> <laughs> trim, trim the fat on, off that a little bit. No, it all needs to be in there. It all needs to be said. People need to know that you're a bad bitch. So, there it is. And um, I always like to talk about how I know my guests. So, Kent and I met at Chadwick. Chadwick School here in LA. Well, it's in Palos Verdes. And I I came to Chadwick in the eighth grade. And so I don't, did you come in the ninth grade, Kent? Yeah, I came for high school. Got you. At least and, you're not one of those like kindergarten to 12th grade. Right? Oh, <laughs> yo, I forgot what they called them, but they had a name for them. Um, but yeah, I'm glad I wasn't there since kindergarten either. But when I think about Kent and Chadwick and high school, Kent was just always just like free hearted. Like, and just like light, like when I looked at Kent, I'm like, Kent is never like, he does not look stressed at all. Like Kent is just like navigating through this space and he's doing it like without any knots in his back, or at least that's, that's what my perception of you was just light, just levity. I'm glad I came off that way because (laughs) internally I feel the complete opposite. Really? I'm glad that my per- the perception people had of me is stress-free and I didn't put stress on them, <laughs> I guess. No, not at all. It was stress-free. Um, you were drama-free. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, unless unless you were a teacher, I was drama-free. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I think that was the rule. You gave the pal? I got in trouble a lot. Oh, got you. I had no idea, Kent. No. Yeah, you only saw the good side of me. That's why we're still friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm so, so glad. Um, and just reading your your bio and just reviewing everything that, that you've done, like your journey has been, it's been fucking incredible. Um, and I, I just really want to, you know, emphasize that it's been really, really cool. Um, and so we're just going to like hop right into it because there's so much I want to know, Kent. <laughs> There's right. so much to know. Um, hit so, me. Okay, I'll hit you. Here we go. Um, how did you get into mural painting? So there was like a period when I was leaving martial arts, which I was planning on doing professionally for some time after college, that I like looked around me and <laughs> realized like, wow, this is not me at all. I'm not an aggressive, you know, testosterone up guy that wants to beat people up i I love martial arts for what it represented which is the arts part of it so like i you know i sank my teeth back into the arts uh really buckled down did the illustration thing like you mentioned earlier and did a lot of branding work and after that there was a point where i really you know I i went into music for two years um after my uh after the branding work i did with the coffee bean and tea leaf but during that time i i really just wanted to I was working in gallery spaces and realized that art should be more accessible to everyone there shouldn't be something where like my paintings are sitting in a gallery and and only being criticized by a specific type of person when you paint in public 
you paint a massive wall, you get to change the environment. You get to influence how people view it. And, you know, hopefully with the colors and uh, the, the messages and things that I try to embed into my work, it's for the better. Like, mm. and, uh, you know, murals just seemed like the perfect combination of the person I wanted to be and the the type of while also being creative you know while, while also uh pushing art out into the world yo when i've seen your your murals and they're just so not only are they just obviously massive because it is a mural but it's just so like beautiful and i'm just oh, like you. you know the the impact that art has is just undeniable and like it needs no defense and so the fact that you are a part of this you know being a creative and as you said being able to influence the the vibe of a space i think it's i think it's great and when i looked at it i'm like first of all i looked at the murals and i'm just like wow that's incredible and then i'm like how long did it take him to do this like this is crazy And I'm it's guessing a, it depends, right? It's like, and I love physical activity, you know, just, just from having that like a- athlete background. And mm-hmm. it's that strain that it puts on your body climbing up and down the ladder. It depends on the mural, obviously. Yeah, like I said, but it's when you're on the wall, uh, nothing else matters. You know, I'm just vibing and hanging out with my, my painter friends. We're talking about art, philosophy, all these different things. And the mural itself isn't a strenuous process. Like the design, if anything, is the, the hardest part of it. Because once you get up there, it's it's almost like meditative. So, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so, you know, some pieces take uh, like weeks. There, there's a, mur- a five-story mural I painted in China that took two weeks and I didn't sleep at all. Like it was brutal. But um, for... Yeah, like uh, there's other murals that I could I could crank out in like two three days, so. Wow, and so like when people are are asking you to paint these murals, are they do they have a specific idea in mind of what they want you to paint, or is it like left up to you to to do what you feel? It's so early on, people would have more specific ideas, but obviously they're not artists, so. I felt it was up to me to interpret what they had in their minds. Mm-hmm. And as I developed more as an artist and as I developed more as a muralist in general, um, I, it, it's, it's funny to hear a non-artist try to tell an artist what to paint, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I, I feel like I got better at using my words or like maybe just molding the molding what that person wants. And ultimately I get to paint what I want. Wow. So it's a, it's a game like, like anything in life. Yeah. Yeah. A game is definitely one way to describe (laughs) life. Lord, I have so many words for it. Um, But I just think that's really, really awesome that you get to do that. Um, and that you're creating these spaces. Um, my next question is about Neurogum and basically what was the inspiration for Neurogum? I'm sure you've answered this question millions of times before in your <laughs> interviews, but for the sake of, of my, my lovely podcast, what was your inspiration? So when I was training seriously in college, there I, I was also studying uh neuroscience and trying to balance those school and constantly traveling for fighting or training you know multiple hours a day i had to figure out some way of supplement my supplementing my body so it could keep up with that with those two worlds and i dove really deep into the world of nootropics supplementation sleep hacking basically all these things that are getting really popular now and what I was mixing in my room was V0 of ultimately our first product at Neuro. And when my co-founder Ryan, you know, we were extremely good friends. He's an incredible athlete also. Um, but when he was a sophomore in college, we lived the summer before to get like before this 
event happened, but um, th- his sophomore year in college, he was snowboarding and broke his back and now he's in a wheelchair. And, you know, I was giving him these supplements to also try to balance his life and we're realizing like what we're making is working, but popping pills in public is not, again, like it doesn't represent me. It doesn't represent Ryan. <laughs> we want something that's way more approachable, way more accessible. And on a scuba diving trip, we were both, you know, jamming on ideas and it, it, it it became obvious that gum and mints and things that people take on a, on a daily basis, multiple times a day and can be shared is the answer to bring health to people at a more approachable level. So we're trying to basically flip the supplement industry on its head, you know, even with multivitamins or any of these products that sit in your medicine cabinet, that's exactly what they do. They sit in your medicine cabinet, you take it once a day, you know, that's, really not the way supplementation should be working you supplement throughout the day and if you put it into a format like gum and mints which you're chewing to freshen your breath anyways or you know you're popping mints to keep yourself awake why not put benefits in those things and um it's really exciting you know we're we're launching into whole foods in january we have uh, you said five thousand stores but we're actually closer to ten thousand retail stores now um, you know, Joe Rogan shout, shouts us out all the time. Uh, we were on Shark Tank. Uh, I, w- I was too old to get Forbes 30 under 30, but Ryan got Forbes 30 under 30 for when he was 29. And like, um, it's, it's been like an incredible journey. And hopefully we could continue this, this momentum and really build ourselves into more of a lifestyle brand where pe- people can look at balance, health, mental health, more importantly, as mm-hmm. something to focus on. That's incredible. And especially talking about, you know, um, new ways to, in, you know, incorporate a healthier lifestyle and talking about um, just this innovative take on supplements. And the fact that you said that, you know, the supplements end up staying in your medicine cabinet and you only take it once a day. And that is me, Kent. That has been like, <laughs> That's I most didn't know. People. I didn't know. I didn't know you're supposed to be taking it throughout the day. You know what I'm saying? Just like little things that you don't that you don't keep in in mind. But the fact that yeah. you will chew on gum or mints, you know, multiple times a day. Um, yeah, like the supplement labels have. Uh, yeah, it's like take three fish oil tablets three times a day or whatever the instruction is. And it's like, who the hell's carrying like a 180 count pill bottle? You know, <laughs> around with them. It makes zero sense. So we're trying to, we're just trying to make it easier for everyone more than anything. Well, it's definitely easy. I went into my local CVS because I was like, let me get this gum. (laughs) I'm determined to try it out. And um, I I will send you a bunch. I will send Uh, you a bunch after this. Yay. Hook me up. Um, I, thoroughly enjoyed it um i even had my mom she's taking my gum so um, (laughs) i'm like thanks um it's for me um but i think it's fantastic and i don't you you mentioned the momentum and creating this lifestyle brand and i just see it happening um you're just what you you appear to be what i call in divine alignment and things are, you know, moving as they should, at the pace that they should. And you're just, you just seem to be in a flow. Would you agree? Disagree? Yeah. I'm, there's like these nice moments where I think all of us have, have, but it's realization of how things should be working. And then the pieces start fitting together. And for me, I think after college, it took a long time. Like, you know, after college, like my career path changed. I I never really had a real job. Uh, I've been just kind of jumping around. I was living out of my car for a little bit. I was living at my friend's place for a little bit. And it wasn't until maybe the last three, four years that all that, that struggle and hard work kind of ended up finding itself together and working um, in, in its own unique way. And 
at the end of the day, I'm, I'm super grateful that, you know, despite it all, I've, I'm so fortunate to have like amazing parents, you know, I'm so fortunate to have amazing friends and I, I'm so fortunate to be in, a, in these scenarios, even in the worst scenarios, um, I know I could depend on people. So mm. those things uh, are some, some people, many people actually don't, don't have that level of dependency. Um, many people can't have that level of trust with the people around them. And for me, I, I think uh, I very thankfully cultivated that throughout the years. And now that flow is working alongside everyone else. So, uh, yeah, that's the best. Why, why, go, why be at the top if like, everyone else can't be at the top with you, you know? Mm, mm. Amen. Poetry snaps to that. Poetry snaps to that. And you kind of um, touched on something that I that I wanted to ask as well, because you, you know, talking about the, the struggles, right? Because people see, when people see someone who is successful, usually they see the, the end product and they don't yeah. know, you know, all the other things that it took to get there. So can you talk about or share um, a challenge that you encountered? Um, either as a muralist or while creating um, Neurogum? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because even during my filming career, which was pretty early on, it was, uh, you know, you would meet people, there would be a lot of momentum to get something done. And I think it was more so, if I weren't so naive and I had the experience that I had now back then, I would have been able to handle certain situations better, but um, like during my film career, I, I was shooting a documentary for this about this kid named Najib Sabor, who's one of my closest friends, and he is this unbelievable cello player. Who, um, when he was thirteen, his father got killed by another thirteen-year-old, and mm-hmm. that kid is in jail for the rest of his life. While Najib played for the Texas Philharmonic, he's traveling around. He was in L- like I met him in LA, and he was working under Mirabal Studios with Amy Winehouse. And we're shooting this amazing documentary, doc- d- like basically detailing out his story, where he ultimately gets redemption by meeting that other thirteen-year-old who's the exact same age as him now. Wow. And um, unfortunately, you know, with the passing of Amy Winehouse, with the production company uh, not really being organized, the and a myriad of other things the documentary fell through and that was probably about six months of my life where I, I that was when I was sleeping out of my car I was like going to these different places to shoot content like I was making no money and when we lost our funding it was like okay well back to zero where do I go from here and I think you know like all people who like all of us, you know, perseverance is one of the key elements I want to believe in, in success. And, you know, I bounced around a little bit, you know, even, and even at the, sorry, my thoughts are a bit jumbled right now. No, that's fine. That's fine. Even like early neuro for me, I was, I left the music studio. I was living in LA. I was trying to make my mural thing work and I was staying in, I was doing clinical trials, taking uh, experimental drugs, but that offered me the time and the money to be able to build my business. And it wasn't a tremendous amount of money, but it was enough where, you know, one, I'm living in a hospital for about one fourth, one third of the year. So that's a lot of time for me to spend just, just focusing on something. But two, because of that, I don't really have to worry about uh, li- like living situations, you know, they, they feed you at the hospital um, while they give you these drugs. And um, that was money that I could use and save up to really bolster the, what I was trying to create, whether it was my art or whether it was my business. Wow. I mean, God, like the journey of like an artist that, that like leads to my next what else I would like to ask you, like the journey of an artist or a creative, an entrepreneur, it's uncertain. It can be very uncertain. So how do you move past 
the the uncert the uncertainty and embrace the risk taking like you were living out of your car you're you're taking these you know uh, you're being in the hospitals living in the hospitals how do you what motivates you to continue like where do you what reservoir do you pull your perseverance from right it's like it's I think I'm just really stubborn (laughs) like I I don't know why I did that that's like looking back at it I don't know what it was during those times that I would still do these things because I you know I want to believe that I'm much more of a mentally strong person now but I wouldn't consider myself incredibly mentally strong (laughs) by any means and how long that I did kind of keep grinding and persevering and I see all my friends that are in tech jobs or you know making six figures a year just going out every weekend enjoying themselves like going on dates going like hanging out with friends and for me I couldn't do any of that because I just didn't have the means to be able to do it and I I don't know there I think I think there's a drive in all of us but I think that drive has to be fueled by some, some unexplainable thing and, um, or explainable thing. And for me, like if I were to try to explain what the motivator was, it's, it was just like wanting to not be left behind. Mm. If, if that makes sense. It's like wanting to, it's not to prove myself anything, but it's more so, or to prove the world anything, but it's more so just like I I either want to have all my friends alongside me um, to as my career grows or as my friends' careers grow, I don't want to be uh, holding them back by any means. I want to maintain that connection I have with them. And, um, you know, ultimately that's why they say like you surround yourself with even if they're not successful financially, like financially successful people, you surround yourself with mentally successful people because they will continue to help drive you forward. Mm. You said so much. First of all, this definition of, you know, really what it means to be successful. And you're talking about surrounding yourself with people who are in a certain mental state. Um, uh, and I think that just says so much and being mindful of who you're surrounding yourself with because you know their habits can become your habits and you know we 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 heard it from our parents or at least I did you know watch who you hang out with you know mm-hmm. birds of a feather flock together all those type of things and you know it's true it's very very true and the fact that um you're talking about being stubborn and you're just <laughs> you're like I think maybe that's why um it it sounds to me also like maybe there was uh this underlying subconscious trust like maybe the trust in yourself or maybe the trust in whatever process you were on um you know aside from just being stubborn and saying okay this is going to happen like I feel like you also have to trust yourself to a certain extent or trust the process, which I have a hard time doing. Yeah. Trust the process. It, that's actually something we used to say all the time in um, our experiential company. It's you never know what some, and even with murals or, or any art or business for that matter, if you get so caught up in just the beginning phase or the work phase and this expectation of an end phase, then you're not going to have any understanding at all of what it takes to get to that end phase. So you have to trust the process and believe that it will get you to the right place at the end of the day. That has been like, that's been my toughest thing is just trusting the process because I'm just like, you know, can I get a sign? Universe, hello. please. Like, it's your girl B. Anytime you want to hop in, you know, let me know. That that would be fantastic. So uh, that's something that whew, I need to work on. And also something that I struggled with in the past was um, comparing myself 
So you talk about like not mm-hmm. wanting to be left behind and also, you know, there's, I believe in positive peer pressure and having your, the, your group of friends positively impacting you. And then I also know that there is the danger of comparison and thinking that your life is supposed to look just like your friends or, you know, going, scrolling through IG. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, you're looking at all these fantastic pictures and their life seems to be moving in a, in a way that yours isn't. Um, and I know that that was something I struggled with for sure. And I dip back and forth and it's something I'm, I'm working on. But I mean, that's what they say about social media. It's when you only post the best moments of your life or this fabrication of the best moments of your life, then it only, <laughs> it's, it's, it can't have that positive of an impact on the world. I don't know. I have a love-hate relationship with, with social media and, <laughs> you know, it, and I have a lot of thoughts about superficiality just in general. And it's, it's almost like we're not getting these genuine interactions with our peers anymore when uh, all you see is the, the good. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, as, as humans, it's hard not to compare ourselves with, with others. But it's also it's also knowing that like the ones you do connect with beyond social media and and in, even in situations like this, you know that that's authenticity. You know that that's that's genuine, and that's always going to trump everything else. That's true. You're speaking facts, and these are you know this conversation. I have the reason I wanted to start. Um, my weekly epiphany was because not only am I opinionated <laughs> and I have lots of thoughts that I feel <laughs> that I feel can help people. And I wanted it to be just like this, you know, this fun release for me, but also an opportunity for others to listen in on mm-hmm. interesting conversations, but to just um, be able to, to share and, you know, be open and honest about different things that we've experienced and have these, these types of conversations and a sort of, um, revealing and seeing what's behind the curtain um personally spiritually mentally so that's what you know the the core of it is about so you're right when you can have these genuine conversations these genuine friendships um looking beyond what's just being posted you know it makes it makes all the difference and I think we all have that love hate relationship with social media I mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that I do for sure, for sure. What what keeps you going? Um, but Kent, that is an incredible question. I'm, I'm the host now. <laughs> you know what? What <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Um, what keeps me going? Um, honestly, I would say what keeps me going. A big part of what keeps me going um, is my mom. Um, she has been my you know, number one cheerleader, my number one support since day one. And so she's always there to help oppose or thwart off any type of negative thought that is coming to my mind. She's, she's, she'll check me. Um, And I really need that. So her cheering me on definitely keeps me going. Um, I also, even though I, I definitely have lots of moments of doubt, lots of doubt all the time. I think there's a piece of me that believes in myself just a little bit or just enough to, to take a risk. Um, and I think, you know, knowing that I do have the support of my family, meaning my mom and my two brothers, that helps me, that helps to cushion the fall if I should quote unquote fall. So I think it's those two things. I think it's my mom and I think it's just that tiny little voice that's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Why don't you try it? Like, why don't you do it? And even though the other side of me is just talking me out of it all the way, that that other part of me is is a bit stronger. And so I tend to to listen to that one. And um maybe it's also because I'm an Aries too, <laughs> and I just kind of jump into things. And I'm just like, let's, let's see how it goes. Um, 
So I think I think yeah. it's those. You those only need things. an ember to start a fire. Mm-hmm. You know, just need that little bit. Ooh! So and and you're an Aries. Kids. Woo! <laughs> you are so poetic. Oh my gosh. I'm about to I'm about take to take it, that take can. It. Take it oh and my god. You such a oh, genius man, kid. Going, you wordsmith. <laughs> I love it. I'm taking it. I appreciate it. Um my next question, we're nearing the end, but why do you love what you do? <sighs> I get to live my life the way I want to. And I don't think there's anything greater than having that freedom. So, you know, uh, to, mm. to give an example of like choosing freedom over money. For our business, Nero, we've had many opportunities where we could raise a lot of money from specific types of people. And, and one, first of all, like I'm grateful that I even have those opportunities. But two, uh, we, don't, we didn't end up taking that money because we knew that the business will change completely. And at the end of the day, Nero is, is in very much feels like a like a lifelong art project to me where we could really change the world and the way people think about health and if if you let someone with money but not that vision dictate how the company should run then it's it won't belong to me or Ryan or anyone else in the company who so believes in the culture of the company anymore so it's Mm. you know it's it's like you 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 have that even if that is that little bit of trust in yourself like you you have to you have to hold on to that as long as you possibly can and believe in that because that little bit that is you is you because it's shaped by all the positive influences that you took in and so there's no way if you don't let it have any negativity in it like there's no way that it won't turn into something amazing. So, um, mm. yeah, I love what I wow. do. I, I'm letting know, that. It's it's because <laughs> I get to be me, and I get to be weird, and I get to be stupid, and and all those things. And uh, I, I'm not beholden to act any way towards anyone, you know. And I get to be around people I like. <laughs> like it's it's the best. So, wow, that is. That is a blessing. Um, it's the freedom, the freedom to to move as you feel best, mm-hmm. the freedom to to be exactly as you are, authentically yourself. Um, that's that is a blessing. What's uh, your sign, Ken? I'm a Capricorn. Capricorns, um, gosh, from what I'm remembering about astrology, it's like they're very like strategic they're very like organized in their planning like they always have some type of plan um but they're also very down to earth um it's just i why did i think you were like a fire sign i thought you were maybe like a leo or something I'm, like I'm that fiery. <laughs> i believe it i believe it um and Capricorns, at least all the ones that i have encountered are also very intelligent mm. Um, so interesting that, yeah, that's for another podcast. Um, so from creating art, um, as a filmmaker, as a muralist, as a martial artist to, uh, being an entrepreneur, like, is there anything that you haven't done that you would like to um, do? I don't know. I like, I kind of just let, I, I just ride the waves of life, <laughs> you know, to a certain degree. <laughs> it's, and, and you know with the, the way my career is now i i have the 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 fortune to be able to do that a bit more i i live a really simple life i really don't need money i don't like driving fancy cars i wear literally like our company's merchandise you know <laughs> so i don't spend any money on clothing <laughs> and i i'm not like a lavish spender so i i just kind of want to keep enjoying experiences like this weekend i'm going lobster diving i'm super excited about that you know like 
I'm uh, I've gotten really. I love going on outdoor adventures. Like last week, I did a uh, everything. I I did like a half Ironman, except the swimming part. Like I love endurance and just sports like that, um, and pushing my body to to the limits. And as long as I'm able to keep doing that at you know my age and into the future, I'm. I'm going to try to experience as much as I can handle. Mm. Riding the waves Ooh, yeah. of life. Take that one too. I love that. I'm going to take <laughs> it. You already know. I'm, I'm writing a list. <laughs> I'm writing a list of your quotes. Um, but with that, that's a great place to end. And we'll be back with our epiphanies um not that kent has already shared enough but we'll be back and we're back (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) can can you share um an epiphany that you've had on your journey thus far oh man okay it's these these aren't crazy epiphanies but and i think it's similar to what i said earlier but you know it's and it's i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say the mantra of neuro and and what we build the entire company on um and this is something like literally in our branding it's if you're in the right state of mind you can do anything and I really mm. do believe that, you know, and this is why, like, we believe in mental health so much in the company. We give to mental health charities. We try to do, you know, like, um, but all, all of our our giving side of our company is based around mental health. But um, the the mind, as many of us know, controls everything. It controls our body. It controls our mood. It controls the way we perceive things. If that's not in the right place, then (laughs) things just get difficult. But if I realize as I start removing toxic things from my life, um, which are still healthy because it's, you know, you, you don't, you want, you shouldn't live a completely frictionless life or else you're not going to learn anything. Um, But it's all about like, if there are road bumps, if there are, things in your way if you're in the right mental state you're always going to find a way to be able to approach that situation and come out of it stronger and so another thing i always say to my team whenever we go through hard times is uh pressure makes diamonds and it's Mm. you know and if you're if your head's in the right place if you're around the right people if you don't let things drag you down too far then you're always gonna you're always gonna come out even better than you were before and you you can continue going on in life and know that every single day you're becoming a better and better and better person and uh i don't know i'm you know i I always fear turning 30 i always fear getting older and now that i'm 32 i i i'm like excited to see what's up ahead. I'm excited to experience things like every single day and what I have to, to handle the next day, you know? And, um, I really hope that like everyone approaches life with that, that same joy and, and, and excitement, um, no matter what's happening. Wow. <laughs> that is, you hit the home yeah. run, Kent. You hit the home run. You sure did. I think that is a great epiphany. Um, so many, so many gems. Thank you for um, for I sharing. Feel like you that. bring it out of me. Um, <laughs> stop! Stop it! Stop it! I'm just here to, you know, soak up the knowledge and to, you know, to have the conversation. Um, but I think that's a fantastic epiphany. Um, I'm trying to think of one. The only one that's coming to mind right now is 
that no one makes it alone. And this is just something that a personal lesson and that you can't do everything by yourself. Um, So having a team together or, you know, calling upon specific people to maybe help you do something that you can't do in order to bring the bigger vision together. Um, And I know sometimes that's easier said than done. Like, especially if you've been let down before, if you, you maybe feel you don't have the money to pay people for the help you need. Um, But there are people out there that you can depend on. Um, Sometimes it requires weeding some people out. Um, But there, I just, you can't do it alone. Um, And um, you don't, don't carry the load all by yourself. I know what that feels like. Um, And I, I find myself, again tapping in and out of that space and carrying the load by yourself is heavy so in my opinion (laughs) (laughs) can't you better bring a word to my podcast okay i didn't know you were gonna preach kids you're coming back bring me back okay because i'm ready (laughs) that was that was good See, now I have to self-examine some more. It like carrying it all by yourself is ego. Damn, can't wow. checkmate. See, you Capricorns. That's why I can't be talking <laughs> to y'all. Because y'all, y'all just be too smart. Y'all just be too the fire. Mm-mm. <laughs> maybe that maybe that's what I do. Maybe that's my role. Um, but Ken, I want to thank you so much for taking time to talk to me and to talk to um, my friends who will be listening to this podcast. I call my listeners, my friends. And um, I feel like our conversation will, will help others. Um, And if you can let people know where they can find out more about you, more about what you're doing in LA, of course, I'll add all that information in the descriptions, but always like for my guests to know let people know how they can get in contact or no Um, more feel free to slide into my dms at kentaro on instagram that's k-e-n-t-a-r-o you can find out more about our product at getneuro.com that's g-e-t-n-e-u-r-o.com and you know i'm i'm as you know i'm always an open book uh i'm always speak my mind (laughs) for better or worse so um (laughs) Yeah, feel free to to reach out for anything. Thanks, Kent. And thanks to all of you for listening. Um, Until next time, peeps, I will see you. Be safe. Peace. Hey, friends. Thanks for listening. Please tune in every Monday for a new episode of My Weekly Epiphany. You can learn more about me at bethanyepiphany.com or follow me on Instagram at beepiphany. That's B-E-P-I-F-A-N-I. Until next time, stay cool, stay safe, and God bless.